You're listening to Harsha. I am your host, Alex Harshaw. Today, my guest is Nick Massey. Massey is an athletic trainer at Kenyon College in Gambier, Ohio. He's also one of my closest friends. We've been cool since high school, but we didn't truly get to know each other until living together at Ohio University. We came close thanks to our similar interests in fitness, sports, comedy, and music. With one exception, I've known Nick longer than anyone else I've interviewed thus far. I know a lot about the guy, but not everything. Compared to the other episodes, this one is a bit of a biography. I asked Nick about his family history, his childhood, and the path that brought him to where he is today. We also touch on such topics as cartoons, jeeps, and breakfast. Due to the nature of our friendship, many things we discuss are specific to our own experiences. If you're not familiar with Ohio University or the city of Springfield, Ohio, you might be lost on a couple things, but you'll be able to keep up. For those of you listening for the first time, thanks for joining us. And a special thanks to those of you returning after episode one. With that being said, here's episode two. <clears throat> Mass. What's up, bud? What are your songs about? Do you have pet sort of themes that you repeat? Well, the pet theme really is, uh, you know, why worry? I mean, I mean, you can be pretty happy if you put your mind to it. Because if I recall correctly, you are in the market right now. Um, as of I think January sixth, I am not the new owner, but I leased yet another Jeep, um, a Jeep Cherokee this time. Really? Something a, little bit, something a little bit longer, so that my when I put my fishing poles on the, on the roof, like my compass had, it's not like bowed down under the front windshield. You know? Yeah. So <clears throat> they fit a little bit better. So that's really, really awesome, um, which is, you know, I'm glad I got a Cherokee too. It's a bit heavier and beefier, more torque, still got the four-wheel drive and all that stuff, and uh, definitely drives a lot better in the snow. We had a ton, well, not a ton, but we had like six inches here. Um, so before yeah, I, I before I came in here, yeah, before I came in here, um, I was shoveling our long-ass driveway, yeah. and that was not, not fun at all. No good. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> How uh, how did you go about the car search? Um, I like the people that I was uh, talking with before at uh, the local dealership here for Jeep uh, that, I, that I got my compass from. Yeah. Um, and I still had their phone numbers. Like They give you their cell phone number to like, keep in contact with them. I don't know if you have any issues or need help or anything like that. So they're pretty personable. And I mean, they're supposed to be. It's probably just a whole like spiel. But um, yeah. 
not only that, but then like the incentives and stuff like that that come from me rent or uh, leasing a car from them again, um, lower their cost. And then there's a certain package of a vehicle that I got, which is more like a luxury type than like a sporty type, which yeah. kind of stinks, but I'm just going to buy some floor mats and it'll basically be the same thing. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, was, they're, they're just like cool dudes. Help me out. Um, and I really just needed a car like as soon as possible. Cause I didn't have, I was on my last day at that point. So. Yeah. Right. How is it so far compared to the compass? Uh, it's a bit worse on gas mileage, which the compass wasn't great to begin with. Um, Jeeps are notoriously not great on gas. Um, yeah. People try to tell me that things are going like, that's like a typical mid-size mid-size, uh, mid-size SUV. Mm-hmm. Like my coworker Libby just told me um, yesterday, and I was like, ah, <laughs> this thing takes forever to fill up. I feel like I'm doing a lot more, a lot more filling up with the gas tank and less driving compared to last time. But uh, no, I mean I love it. It's all black interior. It's clean. Sick. It's a bit bigger and bulkier. I can get the places that I couldn't get to before with the with the compass. Probably not, but yeah, no, I'm I'm about it. I'll probably be a cheap person for a while until uh, I can find a way to get the new Bronco with like the same amount of uh, like the same payments, basically. Which was my goal this time. You were looking into that. Yeah, it was my goal this time, but they're like, we don't. Yeah, there's really no incentives as of yet. Um, You're looking at probably close to 500 a month um, if you don't put any money down. And when I first did my lease too, uh, with the compass, they're like, yeah, if you put money down at this, like for this and, or like up front, and then you'll pay this much each uh, month. I was like, well, what if I don't put any money down? They're like, well, it'd be this much. And then I did the, did the calculations. I could put my phone out and I was like, so it's like a hundred dollars left less if I don't even pay you anything up front. Like, well, yeah, I was like, well, I'm going I'm to do that. <laughs> I thought paying up front would lower the ultimate cost of it. No? No. Nope. Opposite. I was told beforehand to go ahead and just say, like, I'm not putting anything up front. I think some of them might mandate it, uh, maybe, but yeah. I got I was able to do it the last time, so I made sure I did the same thing this time. And I'm getting a hitch, so I can pull that boat. Sick. Mm-hmm. Now I just need a license and a, and a sticker to get out on the lake or I can take it to a public lake which is also a good possibility but the lake that we went fishing to will you be able to take it back there or do you have to go somewhere else they're getting a little bit more strict about it's like in general people being back there because um the kids are assholes sometimes um I guess trash yeah we've we've brought trash bags back there because we want to like be able to still go there and like enjoy it and hopefully people don't weren't going to get more strict but then they end up doing it but um yeah, we bring trash bags and clean up the stuff that was there. Like there are kids from the college that just go back there with um, they'll buy like a package of golf balls from Walmart, you know, instead of going to a driving range, and they'll just launch it into the into that little lake, and then just leave their box on the ground. Like if you're gonna at least do it, like just just take your box out of there. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody would ever know about the golf balls unless I, which I've like stepped on one before on the bank, but nobody would have known. If you just pick up your trash and we're a bum, but for as smart as these kids are, sometimes they're <laughs> not so much. They're, 
a lot more books than streets. Mm. Mm. To anybody curious, uh, Nick works at Kenyon College. If you couldn't tell by the symbol behind his left shoulder camera, right? What? Yeah. Uh, and we're referring to a lake that <clears throat> is that's on campus, right? Or just uh, technically off. off. Technically. Yeah, it's barely off. Right. 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 Which I might not supposed to be there in general, but. Say what? I might not supposed to be like we might not supposed to be there in general, but we kind of do. But oh well. When you got to fish, you got to fish, right? Sometimes you need to change the scenery. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> Which connects to something I was going to ask later. But what would you consider your ideal vacation when you talk about needing a new scenery? So when I talk about what? What do you consider? What's your ideal vacation? I don't know. I think it's changed a lot as of recently, um, probably like the past year. But I think Josh was actually talking about doing this at one point, like just taking a year off, um, not doing it, like he's saving up enough money and just taking a year off and just buying like some crappy old van and just, you know, just going across the country or something like that, um, which is a pretty extensive vacation. But yeah. um, I was looking, I was really looking forward to going down to Florida um, during the winter. So I would be able to go down there and catch like this special type of fish and, and whatnot. And then if you go down far enough South, there's like a lot of, um, like down to the keys, it's like super, super flat. And, um, like basically you can like walk, you know, a hundred, 200 yards out into the, into the ocean. And it's still, you know, at your knees or at your waist, which is pretty cool. And I think there's a uh, different types of fishing you can do there. Um, something revolved around that or like hiking, seeing um, nature and stuff like that. I'd love to go to Colorado sometime um, and just go up to there and into the, into the mountains and whatnot. But at the same time, I'd also like to go. I've never been out of the country. So if I can go to like Australia, or Ireland, Iceland would be sick. I've yeah. heard great things about Iceland. I know some people have gone there. But it wouldn't be... Ideally, it wouldn't be just the the touristy things. It wouldn't just be trying to find the best restaurant and go there or best bar, um, which is probably what it would have been like three or four years ago. Just try to find a good nightlife. Um, <clears throat> I think I'd much rather get up earlier and spend the day doing something productive and different than what everybody else is doing. Preferably where there aren't any people yeah. would be really awesome because the less, the better. Um, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Bill Burr, you know, 85 percent you gotta go um yeah man it's uh something quiet i think would be the biggest uh or like the most blanket term quiet yeah. and outdoors would be cool and you said that changed within the last year uh and so like the nightlife and all that or the restaurants and the and the bars is that what brought on that change I think being inside all the time, oh, <laughs> um, yeah. the pandemic, uh, I mean, I definitely started fishing a lot more. Like I started getting some gear like back in the, in the fall before everything went to crap. Um, but then it just, it took on a, a whole nother, like a whole nother intensity, I guess you could say to get outdoors and do something like we were, <clears throat> we'd have our, all of our stuff 
we've been watching like all kinds of stuff to try to learn like how to be better at fishing. Like me and my my roommate that lived there but doesn't live there anymore because um, he got a new job. But like we were out trying to catch fish and it was 32 degrees, 40 degrees, freezing, not even getting a nipple. And it was extremely frustrating. But um, you know, every time it got warmer, we'd spend hours outside. And uh, yeah, I mean, when, when you do that stuff and you like really try to get good at that, like if there's a bunch of people around you or there's a bunch of pressure or boats zipping across or a bunch of people yeah. on the beach and stuff like that, especially the, that like our lake, um, cause it's really not a lot of shore access. Um, it makes you want to you know, be some, be, be where people haven't gone before or haven't gotten very much. So, um, yeah. And just in general, um, it's hard to go to a bar, go to a, uh, a club or brewery or something like that and not be around a bunch of people. It's a lot easier now, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but back in the day, like, I mean, you know, like we would go out in Columbus and I would not want to go into a place where there's just a shit ton of people. And we would go to the bottle shop, sit down, have a drink. It'd be, I'd be much more about it or brewery where you have space to breathe and walk and, and all that stuff. I don't like being crowded up on the bar begging for a drink anymore. A lot different than our time at Ohio university. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'm dying. I mean, I would love to go to pigskin again and beg for a drink. There's, there are a few places that are, um, <laughs> begging. yeah, worth begging <laughs> that maybe, uh, Tony's, um, hot nut shot. I could wait for that. I just had a bootleg hot nut last night. Um, <clears throat> but not the same as the real deal. We got to get back down there sometimes. So. Find bootleg hot nut. Huh? Find bootleg hot nut. The, uh, a hot nut made at home to anybody who hasn't enjoyed yeah, this <laughs> taste. Yeah. <laughs> this tasty hot <laughs> beverage. Yeah. Just last night I had a hot nut. Uh, <laughs> uh, in Athens, Ohio, there is a bar called Tony's and their specialty drink is called a hot nut, which is like an, uh, it's, it's coffee, coffee mixed with, with cream and hazelnut liqueur. Yeah, pretty much. Liqueur. And it's pretty delicious, believe me or not. I is recommend starting your night with it instead of mixing it in somewhere <clears throat> in the middle or the end. That's especially that's like it. when it's uh, like if we were back there now, it'd be perfect. You know, you're walking bar to bar, got your coat on, it's cold as shit, mm-hmm. and you know you haven't had enough to drink yet to get warm. Salpatoni's for a little couple shots of co- shots of coffee that will not do anything to get you drunk at all. Might I add you? Um, I mean, they sell that stuff at Kroger's, the hazelnut liqueur, because it's such low alcohol content. Yeah, it's it's very low. Nick, tell me about our what's your family's story? Did they? We're both from Springfield, Ohio. Allegedly. But, huh? Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, I'm literally from Dayton, Ohio, but. <laughs> oh. Yeah, really. Well, uh, 
Actually, I'm, I'm not even sure about that. I don't even... You could have moved from somewhere else, and I don't know that. I don't really know much about... I think I've met your parents once or twice, and we've been friends for, like, over 15 years. And... Is that right? Yeah, something around that. I think if we were... I think if we were, like, finally 30, it'd be, like, 15 years, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty close. It's good, it's good, good spitball by you. Thanks. <laughs> But I, I realized I don't know much about your family. I didn't even know you had a brother until we lived together. And <laughs> Most people. now you're an uncle. And I don't, I'm just interested to know uh, <clears throat> what your parents do, where, where they come from. I mean. Yeah. So yeah. my, first of all, not a lot of people know my family, like very much at all. Um, for whatever reason, I don't really know what that is, but um, so my dad is from Galapagos, Ohio, which is basically like Athens, Ohio. Like it's a pretty, actually, it might, it's, it's definitely like more secluded and rural. Like when we go and visit family down there, we will drive a half an hour through the mountains with like no guardrails on the hill, like into the into a valley where I'm surprised they even have electricity. Um, yeah. So he was one of four brothers, dropped out of high school, I think, um, and worked on the farm to help uh, make money for the family. Um, and then at some point, they decided to move up to Springfield for whatever reason. I think somebody got a job or something like that, and it just kind of like a couple other people came up and then a couple others. Um, what time frame was this, like in the 70s or 80s or... <clears throat> Uh, I would probably say they started in the late seventies, early eighties. Okay. I guess, um, my brother was born in 89, so I'm not entirely sure how long my parents knew each other before, um, they had, uh, my brother, which like three years ago, by the way, just a quick little tangent. I did the math and I did the math in front of my brother. I'm like, you made our parents get married. Congratulations. (laughs) For sure. uh, Yeah. And then, so dad, big country guy, um, farmer, um, probably I couldn't, I, now I couldn't really see him doing it other than just the accent he has. He has like a Southern accent. Um, and then my mom was, grew up in Springfield, born in Springfield. Um, and more of like the, like typical seventies rebel rocker child. Interesting. Um, you know, slipping off to trying to go see Led Zeppelin and ACDC and, and all that stuff. Um, like she loves that stuff, um, which is weird. Cause now she, all she does is like little crafts and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, I'm just a blend of those two. And I thought I looked a lot more like my mom until I started seeing, I gotta see if I can find <clears throat> this old picture of my dad. Go for uh, it. Actually my mom and my dad. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think she might've like at least got her GED, but, uh, then she started working at, um, a place called Mai Tai down, um, uh, like, I guess, downtown Springfield. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They, new spot. Uh, what's that? Isn't it a new spot? New Thai restaurant in Springfield? 
No, so it's called Mai Tai is a um, plastic production like factory job. Like, oh, I feel like an idiot. Oh, so she actually got the wild. <laughs> yeah, you were way off. <laughs> there is a new yep. Thai restaurant. I swear, I or a sushi or something surprising in downtown Springfield. I believe anyway, you. Yeah. I believe. So she was uh, the manager there, and then my brother and I <clears throat> were getting a little too old for um, the babysitter. But not quite a, not quite old enough, I guess, to trust being at home by ourselves. So she quit that job, stayed home, and then uh, once I finally went out to college, she was like, I guess, yeah, it was like once I was already at, like at college, um, she started working part time at Lowe's, and she's been there ever since. Gotcha. And, um, not really her kind of place, except for she gets like discounts for gardening and uh you know general house house stuff um but yeah she would much rather work at like a bakery or something like that um she she fed me well um there's i didn't i didn't get the size that i am by eating a bunch of vegetables <laughs> as a kid um she's a great baker um but yeah here's my dad mom and brother which is really weird but oh man <laughs> Hold on, let me let me pin your image up. Hold up for a second. Uh, boom! Check that out. Wow. And now my little now my little nephew looks a lot like him too, like like my brother as a kid. It's kind of crazy. But uh, yeah. Um, so my mom works at Lowe's part time. My dad is a uh, semi truck driver. Yeah. Works night still. <laughs> Um, he's born in 1960, I think. Yeah, 1960. And he's been, he started out as like a welder um, at a place on Leffel's Lane uh, called Sweets Manufacturing. It's like in between Burnett and um, Soma, question mark. Hmm. Yeah, like, so like um, right where that church is on that corner, you know what I'm talking about? Not exactly. Damn. All right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Selma. Selma and uh, Leffel, they intersect, and then like in between um, Selma and Burnett Road, there's a uh, place called Sweets, which he used to like do a bunch of welding and stuff like that. Um, farming to welding to semi truck driving. No, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, he still does that now. He works for uh, RNL Carriers at like eight thirty at night. He uh, on weekdays he leaves the house and then gets back at like ten a.m. He has to drive all the way down to uh, Wilmington, Ohio, to uh, to get everything you know loaded up and ready to roll. And get get the load for his first truck and stuff like that. And usually drives the uh, um, the mountains in West Virginia. So yeah, he, uh, he's not a fan of the of the snow because he always has to drive through it with a sure. big ass truck, which is you know not as not not the not the funnest thing to do, to be honest. And then yeah, never drove the semi <clears throat> myself. <laughs> um, Muth or U-Haul? I think that's about as close as I get to that. Those uh, buses at at OU were the biggest thing I've drawn or I've drove. Oh yeah, that's right. You did those things uh, were those routes, dude. Coming up Jeff Hill. Mm. I, did I tell you about that? Where I slid down? I had to. Oh, we were living together, so like I went up the hill and I slid down backward <laughs> with people on the bus. Yeah. Terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Uh, again, anybody who hasn't been to Athens, just imagine the steepest fucking hill you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. 
it's about a mile of up sliding back down with with sidewalks on both sides of it yeah not sidewalk stairs yeah it's pretty terrible yeah um, go ahead good. all right um and then my brother is a uh he graduated from Shawnee as well. Um, and then he, like when he was in Shawnee, he did a lot of like JVS stuff. So he yeah. worked in auto body, but he was like, all right, really good at that. Cause it's like kind of like something my family does. Um, just auto. making work, body work and stuff like that mm-hmm. on cars. Um, which is like, I have a pretty much a, a mix of all of it. I'm a mutt basically. Um, and then he worked at Quartec, which is um, also in downtown Springfield. Then worked for Mershon's a little bit, painting those cars. Um, didn't like the quality in which he was forced to produce them. Mm-hmm. And then went back to Korczak. Now he has two kids and a wife. So he's leading two to zero. <laughs> well, uh, what, kids and wife? <clears throat> well, yeah, he's got two kids. I think I, just, I think I put that on, like I put the picture of uh, my niece, Remy, the most recent one in January. I was like, uh, brother, I was like, big bro pulls out to a 2-0 lead. Ah, gotcha. Children. <laughs> Do you plan on having children? There's a few steps that have to be taken before that happens. So. Sure. <laughs> sure, absolutely. We can't go to but Scully's every night, okay? Huh? <laughs> we can't go to Scully's every night. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... I don't know. I think I've decided I don't want kids. And at our age, this is something I think a lot of us have at least considered. Uh, I'm really happy with this uncle life that I got going on right now. Yeah. And has it made you want want like want a kid of your own? Uh <laughs> no. I mean, what's so awesome about being an uncle, everybody or an aunt. I mean, you get just the right amount of time around them, and then when you're done, like you just go back to your sibling. I'm a big fan of minimal responsibilities. So it's awesome, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Something and... more candy and junk that you that they want. <laughs> Loud toys to annoy the, the parents. Mm-hmm. I'm about that life for sure. You a curse word here and there, and oh just... yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. So from what I've gathered, you are the only one that went to college. And not only did you go to college, you went back again and got your master's. Yeah. That's pretty remarkable, yes? Yeah. I mean, I think not even just like in my immediate family, like my uh, my dad's side of the family, um, a lot of people don't even graduate high school. Um, it's definitely more recently, yes, like the, the, like the kids who are like 20 now. Yeah. Um, a lot of them have, uh, like they've all like graduated high school and, you know, by all means, not like degrading people who don't do that. It's just, I mean, you got to know that things, or if you haven't figured out, things are a little bit harder without the education. Um, but they've made ends meet. They've done well. They've had their, you know, had their families. Um, my mom's side has had a few others go to college, but, uh, like my brother almost, he was kind of over, high school wanted to drop out because his friends were doing it right that kind of thing parents made him do it i'm glad they did i think he's a lot better off um just in trying to get a get a job to 
you know, support his kids and his, his wife and she's a nurse too. So she does just, just fine as well. Yeah. Uh, probably a little better than he does sometimes. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, um, I guess a big deal. I mean, I didn't feel like it was that big of a deal. I felt like I had, I mean, minus the crippling debt that comes afterwards and, yeah. um, you know, that kind of, that kind of lifestyle that you have to, you know, revolve your, revolve your funds around. Um, it definitely is challenging at times, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I think it's definitely worth it. I didn't get a lot of, you know, free money. Like, uh, like I think some people might have, um, but you mean? yeah, like I got, I think I got like a $500 one from Shawnee. Um, then a $500 one from Possum. Possum literally, I think it was Possum or Shawnee, literally gave me a check. They didn't, they didn't like you know, put it in a fund somewhere. They gave me a check. I could have bought all the drugs, all the whatever drugs. I wanted. And instead, I bought a computer. So that worked out because <clears throat> I don't know how I, I would have got one other than that. But uh, yeah, first one to go to college, I think I uh, might be the first one on both sides of my family to get my master's degree. I feel like there's like one, at least one, yeah. that's got their master's degree. And again, I think the ones that are, um, that graduated high school now, they're like already, like they're, they're in college, like they're, they're starting it up and um, it's becoming much more, much less of a, a rare occurrence. And um, yeah, I'm proud of them all. I'm not like super close with uh, the distant rel- uh, distant relatives and whatnot, um, like I was with a kid or as a kid. But um, I kind of just stick to my own immediate family now, especially with uh, COVID, um, even more so. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot to do, but I'm glad I did it. I'm proud of you. Proud of you too, Al. Thanks, bud. <laughs> no, it's great. Honestly, I um, I was, I didn't really put together beforehand. I mean, without knowing much about your family, I kind of got the impression that that was the case. But I was uh talking to Josh about his his connection back with his family back in Kentucky and stuff like that. I just realized, mm-hmm. and he's he's kind of the same way. I mean, his neither his parents uh went to college and I, I I just feel like it's kind of an interesting thing that you've made that decision because like you said people can do fine without going to college and clearly that was a option in your life and probably the default option that both of your parents didn't go but you decided to or your immediate family but you decided that you wanted something else. What how long did you know that you wanted to go to college and what was it that made you decide that you were going to go off that path? Um, I knew I wanted to do something next year out of high school. Um, the first time I was ever forced to like sit down and do it. Um, this is like one of my favorite stories actually. Cool. I don't know. Were you in my, uh, I don't think you were in my pre-calc class. I was in the dumb, dumb classes. <laughs> <laughs> all right you said it on me um but i was in pre-calc I'm like all right i'm about to do all kinds of math but instead the first thing that we did 
the Mr. Barhorse pre-calc class was make a list of colleges, like break down the funds, like the options for scholarships, the amount that it was going to cost to go there, um, <clears throat> options for grants, loans, all that stuff. And then we had to interview somebody in a field that we wanted to um, go into. And I was like, dude, like, I, I know I would like to do something health related, but I, I just sat beside Jen. Jen knew all the, all the hamstrings, all the hamstring muscles. I got like one, one of them right. I did not do well in <laughs> yeah. anatomy in high school. Like I could see myself doing something like that. I just think it's fun to, to help people. And then um, Fane, uh, Brad Fane was like, well, why don't you, you know, why don't you do something like being an athletic trainer? I mean, you were just in there, like learning a bunch of stuff from Wes. Like, like you've been in there learning a bunch of stuff from Wes, like dealing with your ankle injury and um, the stuff from the, the summer that you dealt with. And I was like, you know what? I could, I could see myself doing something like that. Um, West being the high school athletic trainer. Yep. 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 So Brad, Brad suggested, uh, talking to Wes. Um, I interviewed Wes in person, much like what you're doing here now. It was a weird, tough, weird, tough start. Had a list of, uh, questions to ask him. And, uh, yeah, just talked about, you know, the reoccurring education that he, that he has to go through and that I have to go through now. Um, just the general like lifestyle that you live with like this kind of job that's demanding with a lot of hours. Uh, and it was a lot of fun and I narrowed it down to two places. Um, I actually went on a visit with Brad to Cincinnati and I wasn't sure about it was going to be where I wanted to go. I only got to two schools cause I only had to apply to two schools, which is luck of the draw. <clears throat> and then I went to, um, well then um, Kelly left for like coach Kelly from Cincinnati who's currently the Notre Dame coach left right. Cincinnati for Notre Dame. And then they like got rid of everything there and like kind of not everything, but like started over with some of the recruiting stuff. And Brad was like, nah, then we interviewed at, or he went to OU for a visit, liked it there. Um, I loved it there when I went there too. And yeah, we ended up uh, going to college together. We were close friends from, from high school. Um, so yeah, I held or I kind of credit Mr. Barhorse, Brad, Wes. Um, yeah. And just my family for pushing me to do something um, different outside of Springfield. I think in high school, we also had a kind of a, our minds made up, at least on our friends group that we didn't want to be in Springfield anymore. So yeah. I mean, I still know people back there and they still tell me, you know, you like, or tell me like, I don't, I didn't get out of this town. And my brother um, didn't want to graduate high school, forced to graduate high school, got a job doing something that he didn't really know if he was going to like doing. Now he makes more money than me as a family and he wants out of Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so you can do, you do pretty well with, you know, like funds wise and financially, but um, I'm pretty lucky to really like what I do. Um, I like the sports I'm involved with, the kind of kids I'm involved with. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I love it here. I have told you this more than once, but compared to a lot of people I know, I envy how connected you are to the work that you do. I think there's a lot of people that go into the office and they just go through the motions and they're just yeah. doing it, you know, for grocery money. But it seems like 
your heart has really been into athletic training since since day one. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> so I mean, I think deep down, that's one of the big reasons why I wanted to you know do this with you because I knew this is something that you you know we were trying to build some sort of resume or you know a list of things that you've done um, to make yourself more marketable and to get into something that you really like doing. Um, I remember when we were in college and you were working at Jimmy John's. That didn't seem like it was up your alley. Uh, <laughs> and they're like, no. I, feel like every, I feel like every time I've been to Jimmy John's, like they're usually nice people and, you know, outgoing people. But uh, Except Alex. Yeah. Except, but no, like <laughs> you being, you being, or you actually starting to like get more in depth with this. And, um, you know, I didn't really know how you're trying to you know, move back up here and try to figure this stuff out the middle of COVID was going to go, but I mean, you've, a lot of people could have just like not done anything, but you starting to you know, be involved in all these projects, um, and these gigs, as you call them, um, which is what I, I had people texting me before this, like to, to like for a phone call or to play video games or whatever. And I was like, nah, I got to I'm doing an interview with my buddy, Alex. I should have said, I got a gig. You got a gig. That's what it is. <laughs> You're probably yeah, like, that's, me. yeah no, that's why I'm like, I'm happy to do this for you. And, uh, help you out and you know if we need to do it again we'll do it again maybe it, maybe this thing blows up alex you never know if it does you're, you're what's the title part of the history man what's the title it's hard show hard show mm-hmm. i was hoping it'd be something like alabama well the name is is up for debate and i feel like this would be a perfect time to <laughs> reveal that i have a special guest question for you because the person who asked your surprise guest question uh, was a person who suggested the name and I'm going to pull up that question and send it to you right now. (laughs) Stop. Oh my God. Hey, big boy. Did you miss me? All right, here's a question. It's the end of the world. Only you can save it. You have the solution. The nukes will stop. The plague will stop. But you have to kill Fuck Mary. Ben Holmes, Chris Moult, or Antonio Gonzalez. While Eddie Pagan watches. Make the right choice. Go Knowles. Oh man, <laughs> I was I was praying the third one was gonna be female. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I don't know any of, any of these people, but none of those. I got the. I have a feeling they're all dudes. Oh my god, <clears throat> yeah, they are. They are all dudes. Um, <laughs> let's see. Antonio's on one leg because he uh, tore his ACL, never got it repaired, so. I mean, he's his life's pretty much over. Let's just kill Antonio. Um, Mercy. I'm gonna marry Ben. I'm gonna fuck Chris because <laughs> Chris Chris has got the baby face and is the most feminine of the of the three. <laughs> Solid. I hope to God nobody sees this, but I mean, people are gonna see it. I don't know who's gonna watch it. He's I, gonna watch it, of course. Oh my God. I promised him I'd I'd show him the finished product, so. I hope uh, I hope he enjoyed that one. I wonder if he. I'm more. I think I'm more intrigued if he agrees. Maybe I'll have him interview. 
And I'll you break mean, that in between. I mean, the purpose is to reconnect with people that you follow on Instagram, right? Do you yeah. not follow Jorge? I do. And I mean, that's how that's how I got contacted with him. I mean. <laughs> what made you pick him? Well, first off, we both know the person, yeah. which has been a preference of mine. But I've some of the people that I'm going to be interviewing, I'm talking to people I've never met. Um, but I prefer having a mutual person that we both know. And also someone who I'm not interviewing or wasn't scheduling to interview for this first season. And someone that you'd be surprised by. I feel like that was that you was guys good. are friends, but yeah. I was I was hoping for uh TJ Hoosmanzida. Um I thought I thought Jordan might have got another cameo or something from uh TJ. He kept calling me Ocho Seco, man Zendaya. But <laughs> Jorge works too. Well, I'm glad you think so. He's a... <laughs> That's ridiculous. But he's the one who suggested Harsho. Do you prefer pancakes or waffles? I'm not a frequent flyer for either one of them. Really? Yeah. What's your ideal breakfast? Eggs Benedict. A very specific po- choice. Slaps. Slaps. <laughs> yes, it's delicious. Even the crappy little diner in town here makes them, and they're delicious. Um, but pancakes or waffles, I think I would go... I think I'd go to waffles, just because chicken and waffle. Mm. What, what do you put with uh, what do you put with pancakes? I mean, you can, like, infuse them and, like, make them, like, confetti or chocolate chip or, and stuff like that, I guess. But I don't. Maybe you can do the same with waffles. And like pancake art, people like. Yeah, there's a. Designs. There are a couple of places in uh yeah like to do a little like a uh, hot like hot plate thing, do like mm-hmm. the little drawings and stuff like that. That's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. <laughs> How neat is that? That's pretty neat. <laughs> you and I both appreciate cartoons more than most of the people in my friends, my friend group. Um, are there any recent cartoons that you're interested in? Because I, I love falling back into the old stuff. I've been telling myself there is new stuff that is probably the equal quality. I don't know. Have you been keeping up with more recent cartoons? Not really. <clears throat> I mean, I've, I watched this enchantment in, in one day, like that, uh, the new right. season. That's. I think that's part of the reason why I asked you about like a like show me just any like random, you know, cartoon animated show um, that you really like that I haven't seen. I think the last time we hung out, and uh, you showed me Disenchantment, and I will watch that way too quickly and frequently, but it was okay. Um, I liked it. Yeah, I haven't really found anything new. Um, I know I texted you about the, what the, what was the show that I was, I asked you about? I had like, um, Oh, you watched a couple episodes of this, of that <laughs> show on what TBS or no, it's no, Adult Swim. It was, yeah. Adult Swim. I started, it was, starred two musicians, right? Yeah. Like and Vince Staples, I think. Vince Staples. Was it Vince Staples? And, Open Mike Eagle, or who was the other musician? Also, have the dad from uh, Family Matters. Family Matters. 
as God. Yeah, as um, God. I should just pull the name of this while we're here. Uh, Laser Wolf. Ah. Uh, That's just weird. It was real weird. It wasn't for you? Yeah, no. Uh, I also had Dram in it. I couldn't get, I couldn't get past it. Like more than like three or four episodes. There's a couple episodes that I thought, like, I think it was like one episode I thought was funny. And then the rest of them, I'm just like, you ever seen Vagina by itself? Just. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> what about you? You got anything new for me? The new disenchantment that I can binge? Uh, no. I, I need to start consuming some new stuff again. I've been kind of stagnant with. I mean, you went old there for a while. I remember you threw on Scooby Doo last time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's uh, Jordan and Rap got into a big Scooby Doo kick, and they've also um, got big into Simpsons. I mean, they were already Simpsons fans, but yeah, they were playing the game and everything too. Yeah, a lot of retro stuff going on in my household, but uh, nothing. <clears throat> no, wait, let me think. Come on. I'll put you on, just like the last time, I put you on the spot and you gave me disenchantment. I watched one episode of WandaVision, which was kind of interesting. The what? WandaVision, the new Marvel show on Disney+. Plus. Mandalorian kicks ass, but that's over right now. I could watch that. Yeah. I've only seen the last episode, which is kind of my... My style, I guess. It is the same thing with uh, Breaking Bad. I saw the first and the last episode, and like maybe like maybe the next to last episode, all out of order. Just never watched watch. everything in between. Nope. No, <laughs> so that was it. That's the end of it. And like three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you. <laughs> so he's sick with cancer. Yada yada yada. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? The potential for some spring sports happening here. Um, and some of the, the seniors that, you know, I didn't know if they were going to get their, their senior season for the spring sports. Like last year, um, they were juniors and they got their season cut in half because um, we got shut down while we were in Florida. And they played 14 games when they knew I'm going to play 40. Yeah. Um, so... A lot of them, you know, being like a really strong academic school um, here and, you know, a smaller school, Division three, not a lot of uh, professional prospects that come out of here, you know, like once you're done here, um, a lot of them are pretty much done. Um, so I've got a couple that are coming back. They're going to get to play their, their senior season, um, which this year is the, the um, some of the soccer players and basketball players. Well, basketball player, which is one of, like, one of my favorite people here. Yeah, there's only one senior. Um, aren't going to get their, their senior year because they're going to move on to, you know, the rest of their academic or real, real world drops that are coming out of here. Um, one of my favorite baseball players isn't going to be uh, coming back next year because um, he had already had, like, the job that he could have, like, I wouldn't say his dream job, but, like, the ideal job that he could ask for coming out of college. Um, and he wasn't even done with his junior year yet. So, um, yeah, too good to turn uh, down. 
yeah, I'm excited for them to finally get a chance to play um, against somebody other than themselves um, for once. Um, looking forward to the summer and trying to do this travel thing again and try to get out and see new places and um, looking forward to not a bunch of people, but still keep it in contact with the, you know, the ones I really you know care about and want to spend time with, which I've, I mean, I've done that for a long time. It's just a lot easier now. Um, Cause you find out like who will make time and adjust and, and whatnot to try to accommodate. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm just excited to keep going with my job, you know, Every now and then I take a peek at some other job offerings or job postings and stuff like that. And just looking at what might be next, the next move. Uh, there was a job in Denver I almost applied for, but I don't think it was the right move yet. So, yeah. um, I mean, you mentioned, and I mentioned, like, I love my job here. So I'm looking forward to trying to make some sort of positive spin out of this whole thing and making myself better at my job and, my life kind of revolves around it. <laughs> so, um, even if I didn't love it, my life revolves around it. So I'm kind of lucky in that respect. But I agree. And the new season of Peaky Blinders coming out in like 2022. The Peaky fucking Blinders. The last season, isn't it? I don't know, I heard rumors of a movie coming up and yes, yes it seems like they're definitely winding down. Movie and series, like another season, I think is yeah. what you actually know that she mentioned it. So, yeah. Um, what about you? What are you looking forward to? It's hard not to look forward to things that are unrelated to the pandemic. It's all related to the pandemic. I, I, <laughs> uh, once the pandemic is over, I like the kind of work that I want to do will become more available. More people will be shooting movies and TV commercials and having live sporting events and stuff like that, which is all related to the audio work that I want to do. I'm looking forward to getting back into stand-up comedy, which I've been nervous about doing since. <laughs> Thank I'm you. dying to see some. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's overdue. Is your style, um, like, is your style to tell like real life story stories at all? Like, I feel like most stand-up comics just go like, hey, this shit happened to me the other day. This sucked. It was really funny. I am. I have decided I'm a terrible storyteller. No, I'm not good at telling. When I think about it, every time I'm like, there's something that happens, and you're trying to like tell the story years ago. Josh, just tell the story, okay? It's just, and you interject with, "That's not really what happened." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot easier when I can just critique instead of actually telling the story. Um, maybe well, not, maybe I'm not. It's a self. It's a no one. No one has told me I suck at telling stories. I just tell myself I don't feel like I'm good at telling stories. I don't get to the point. I I take the long way to get to the <laughs> to the meat of it. And I don't really do a good job building up the topic. Sounds like a half hour to an hour special on Comedy Central. <laughs> maybe it will be someday, but right now my jokes are. Uh, they're like observational humor like why are things the way they are or wouldn't it be funny if things were this way instead of that way um, Jerry Seinfeld guy 
Ah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an interesting way of putting that. And I make jokes about myself, and a little bit of social commentary, but not that much. I'll add it to the list of things I'm looking forward to. Is some one if if you're posting this anywhere to like see what other interviews went or how they went, I should say. And then your stand up comedy career. Thanks, bud. I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm bummed I haven't seen it. And then well, Florida, I was in Florida for part of it. And then you were in North Carolina. So, in tough well, let, let me tell you, you, were, you weren't missing all that much. I mean, I, I kind of hesitate to invite people to my stand ups just because <clears throat> I'm, I'm always just practicing. I'll get some laughs, but it's. Uh, I'll be the I'll be the loudest laugh in the in the crowd. <laughs> uncomfortably loud. I'll, I could use that. I I need that. In fact, you'll probably make other people laugh. So you're high on the guest list. I'm about it. But whenever whenever life allows it, um, I'll make sure to let you know when I'm doing it, and then even before then. I'm going to have to make a trip up to Gambier. you got to come back down here. It'll be good to see you again. That's high on my, that's high on my list. Damn, dude. It's been a hot minute since I've seen you guys, so I'm down. <laughs>